first and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk and to be on Content Inspire Me, man. I appreciate it on the real. No, bro. Thank you. A, thank you for having me. And B, um, we've been trying to make this happen for a while. So thanks for, for being patient and, um, you know, dealing with my crazy schedule. So Dude, um, when I talk to Ben, Justin, Jacob, they say that you are the busiest guy within the sports nutrition industry. So hands down, <laughs> I believe it. And so I was just doing my thing, just making just I was just doing my thing. And then whenever it happens, it happens. So yeah. no, no rush on my end. Well, nothing but love for those boys. And um, yeah, I mean, look, you know, it's, it's been crazy. Of course, obviously, we launched Ghost Energy recently, and that's continuing to, to roll out. But if you mm-hmm. think about what that means for Ghost, that's just incremental. That's just on top of all the big goals and objectives and launches and things we have going on with like powders or just the other sports nutrition side, you know, so it's not like. Um, I mean, if, if you think about it that way, it's literally just, you know, incremental on top. So now, uh, it's like, we got two companies from, from one, uh, as if there was enough hours in the day, but look, man, um, zero compliance, very humbled, uh, by, you know, everyone's response to it and how excited people are humbled and proud of my team for, for being up for that challenge, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. upward and onward, man, here we go. I'm actually, well, gonna, I'm actually going to crack one with that. And if this isn't one of the best, uh, best sounds ever. Oh yeah. Um, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What flavor? Um, citrus. citrus. I feel like citrus and sour patch kids have been my two go-tos. Um, mm-hmm. Warhead sour watermelon, awesome flavor, super freaking sour. You know, um, which is the goal with warheads, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. and especially, it's funny you think about like Ghost Legend or any of the warheads collabs we have. Uh, in powder, you can kind of choose your level of intensity by changing the water up, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, as soon as you're in a can, you can't do that anymore. So nope. you have to say, okay, like, where are we going with this? And Warheads wanted to go super sour because there's not really anything like that in the market. And I mean, I don't know the last time you had a Warhead uh, candy, but I mean, they are really sour. So I think like what's cool about Ghost Energy, and and this is just, just my opinion, but I feel like a lot of other energy drink brands all their flavors at some level kind of taste the same, have like a little bit of a similar type note to it. Whereas what we try to do is go like with four very distinct individual flavors. And it's been cool to see the debate so far of like, oh, this one's my favorite. or no, this one, or, or even some people who don't like flavor A, but love flavor B. I mean, you want that because I think that that just shows you that you don't have just one good flavor and all the rest kind of have, uh, have some work to do. It's like people are, people are passionate about whichever one hits it for them. And, and look, we have so many more to come. So it's been uh, been a wild ride so far. It's been fun. Yeah, on a personal note, my favorite flavor is the Warhead Sour Watermelon because that sour just slaps you in the face and it's so signature. It's like you said, it's different from anything else within the market. And then um, SBK Redberry comes in a, a little sour and then that sweet kicks in. It is so on point, dude. You guys nailed that. Thanks, man. Yeah. And for me, citrus is our play on kind of like a Mountain Dew type vibe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We, I feel like a lot of other brands would have probably called it like 
ghost do or something like that, but we just don't roll. I don't know. We think that stuff's cheesy. So we just called it citrus and made the can neon yellow and think people will get it. But, um, and then like, look, you know, the mango is kind of mango with a little bit of orange kind of passion fruit going on underneath. Um, mm-hmm. great flavor, uh, you know, for something that's a lot less sour, you know, so we kind of try to cover, cover the spectrum. Okay. So normally I start off content inspire with a nice little intro staying episode number and all that, but I think we are on a roll already. Rock on. No, don't let me, don't let me take this thing over. You're the captain, man. I'm not, you're the captain. I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just your co-pilot today. So yeah, take it from the top, man. No, in all honesty, the way how it started, boom, that's it. We're rocking and rolling. So first question that I'm going to drop in there is what is your why? the reason you give it your all every single day? Wow, that's a great question. Um, look, straight up, um, I'm in this for the love of the game. Um, before I got into sports nutrition, I was a professional pilot, flight instructed, flew small, like turboprop, small jets, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think like sports nutrition in general, beginning with my first job in the industry for a brand that's become a really big brand and then leaving and starting Ghost, it's always been just like, I don't know, a passion project, a passion project that just kind of blew up to a whole other level. And, you know, with that being said, when you're really passionate about something, you want to create, you know, what you always wish existed. And I know that that's kind of a line that me and Ryan have said countless times over the years, right? We build a brand we all wish existed, but it's super true. I mean, the way that we interact with everybody and the community that we build and the authentic flavors and the collabs and the partnerships, I mean, you know, we're doing those things because that's just how we would have loved other brands to do it. And, you know, that just kind of feeds into that whole, like, dude, we're doing this for ourselves. We're having a lot of fun and we're in it for the love of the game. You know, um, our goal, our big goal is to leave everybody we touch and leave the industry at large, um, a better place than we found, you know, before they found ghosts. I think that's, that's the best way I can articulate what I think the, the big goal is. Well, I'm not going to lie. You guys have changed the game in regards to collaborations with mainstream brands such as Warhead, Sour Patch Kids, Chips Ahoy. Like I could I could list a long list of amazing brands that have collaborated with Ghost and you guys have changed the game. Every single launch, you put the industry on notice, like what is Ghost going to do next? So literally you guys are accomplishing that on the real. Well, I appreciate that, man. And, you know, like, look, like there's there's no master plan. That's a thing. You know, we didn't go out and collab with like Sonic because we felt like it made good business sense. Like it mm-hmm. does, don't get me wrong. Like it's been a really big success, but that was never the why, right? The why was like, hey, cherry lemonade is a really popular flavor in, in the industry. Other people have said that they're inspired by Sonic, and, you know, uh, or that kind of flavor profile. Why don't we call them? How cool would it be to actually work with Sonic on developing the perfect cherry lemonade? I mean, and that's, that's fun. And more than anything else, it's fun. And, you know, look, it's not a secret. The word supplement means in addition to, right? Nobody mm-hmm. needs things to live, right? You don't need pre-workout to live. You know, you don't even need pre-workout to go and get a good workout. I think it just helps and raises it to another level, you know? So if you, t- if you take that approach to the industry, these things better be fun. They better be innovative, right? They better be efficacious and exciting. And I think that that's kind of what what's fueled all of our, you know, what's resulted in the strategy is just driven by like the things that we think are right, the things that we have fun doing, the things that we want for ourselves and we want to share with our friends. Okay. Well, certainly thank you for answering that question and going deep and sharing that with the listeners. So I'm just going to drop one more question. 
what is the biggest lesson you have learned since starting Ghost? Ooh. Um, I think, uh, well, I think there's two. Um, there's two that okay. come on instantly. I think the first one is patience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's doing things all over the world at a global scale, whether it's trying to collaborate with Sour Patch Kids or Chips Ahoy that take, took three years and stuff, or whether it's, um, you know, lead times or sourcing or just, you know, or just network growth or whatever it is. I mean, you just, you have to be patient. You got to stick to your guns. Um, and I think that this is a world today that wants everything. Now you see stuff on Instagram or, or whatever. And it's so like instant gratification. Like it just doesn't happen that way. And I think that sometimes, although I think I knew part of that going into this, this has definitely been a lesson in, in patience. The other, the other thing, which is, um, equally, if not more important, um, is the people that you surround yourself with. And I say it a lot, who you go to battle with is everything. Um, I know it's probably getting a tired phrase out of my mouth by now, but man, it is so true. Like the differences between products, the differences between brands, the differences between anything in this world today are so small and nuanced. It's the people that make all the difference. And whether we're talking about, you know, me and Ryan, uh, you know, bringing out the best in each other, whether you're talking about, you know, the internal team or takeover team, guys like you, ambassadors. I mean, dude, we are so blessed and so lucky, frankly, to have such a great group of people around us. And that exudes people that that is everything. So those are the kind of, you know, you got to be patient and you have to surround yourself with, you know, you'd be very careful who you surround yourself with and surround yourself with the best people. You do that. I think you're going to be successful at anything in life. Okay. And so have you had an, I made it moment with ghost? No, no. And this might be one of my fatal flaws. Um, for me, I, I can't, I can't think like that. I don't think like that. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always thinking ahead to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, what else do I want to accomplish? What, where else do we want to take ghost? Um, I probably need to do better as like a self critique. I probably need to do better at celebrating some of the wins along the way. Cause we definitely have, but I never take them as my wins, man. Those are the team team's wins. You know, um, for me, for me, uh, my brain is always stuck on like where I want to go next. Um, but, uh, I think, I think an I made it moment, like a funny one to share would be, you know, the day we do a sneaker collab, that'd be a nice, I made it moment for sure. Dude, the the day that you guys have a sneaker collab with Nike and or other or other brands that you genuinely f with, dude, that would be so insane. Um, but in all honesty, in regards to an I made it moment, every single individual that I've asked that question that's high level entrepreneurs um, had the same exact response that they're constantly thinking about how much further they can make their business grow or the next product. So. I think that's just an, I, I literally think that that's an entrepreneur thing that you're just taking it to the next level. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. That's, that's reassuring. Um, yeah. Look, it's like I said, you know, it's important to celebrate wins along the way, um, whatever you're doing, wherever you are a hundred percent. But I, I do think there's value in kind of the captain of the ship, keeping his eyes forward, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a balancing act and one that I'm not that good at, you know, for now I'm, I'm always focused on the next thing. Okay. And so dropping another question in there, how important has building the brand been regarding the growth of ghost on social media? 
the the YouTube series? Yes, the YouTube series. Um, man, you know, I don't know. That's the thing. Um, I, I think when we started it doing that, we had this idea of like, hey, it'd be really cool to share this content and you know, people can watch us talk about things or build new products or travel. And you know, looking back, um, I don't even know how many episodes we're on, but like three, three, four years now. Number one, personally, um, it hits me in the feels and it's really fun to watch and, and really humbling to kind of, you know, go back and see, you know, Ryan and myself and like at the time it was basically just, you know, CJ and Ricky, right, sitting in like a small little stall at WeWork and just to see kind of where we've come from from there. I think it's really cool to look back and hear how we're talking and how we're thinking. And it's, it's amazing. It's something I'm proud of that we haven't really changed our tune, you know, at all on a lot of things. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, but, but we like the net and like the impact of it, you know, something that's really tough for me to say, but it manifests itself in all kinds of ways. You know, we'll be interviewing somebody for a role and they come in all fired up for the interview and, are talking about how like they're so excited, you know, for the opportunity to work for Ghost because they love the culture and they love the vibe because they're they saw it, they've been watching us on YouTube and it's like for an accounting role, right? Not even not even like a brand marketing role, but just, you know, it's it's a cool look into into the how Ghost kind of vibes, right? I think on the other mm -hmm. side, you know, it's all the messages I've gotten from some of the legends out there saying how like the series has helped them whether it's like with school or with business school or whatever, when we go on a kind of business talks or, you know, even like this year, man, right. Where so many of us were, were, you know, dealing with like various stages of lockdown and, and unable to get out. Like, man, if you hung out with ghosts for 10, 15 minutes a week, with building the brand and we can at least take your mind off the craziness of the news and everything else for that 15 minutes, then, I mean, that's an amazing thing too. So um, I love that everybody's gotten, I think a little bit something different out of it. And, uh, you know, look, we're, we're not stopping now. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it takes a lot of time every week and it's definitely something that, you know, I know a lot of other brands that that's not a time, you know, an area that they spend their time. But for us, it's something that's become at least really important to me and Ryan and, and we're excited to keep sharing uh, the whole journey. Okay. Well, on a personal note, basically I remember walking into a GNC seeing legend trying the product but then when i went online and i saw that you guys were doing that youtube series that literally made me fall in love with the brand seeing everything that was happening inside and you guys were doing it different from every other brand out there within the industry so on a personal note that's why i genuinely love ghost that i fell in love with the brand through that series well, so that, that means a I, lot it does yeah, and I know Holden is an absolutely incredible uh, content creator and videographer, so he's killing it on his end. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he came in and, you know, look, like even Lawrence before him, tough act to follow. And, you know, Holden came in and put his own spin on it. And, you know, we have such a good rhythm now. Um, I'm so proud of uh, so proud of Holden. And, you know, I'm just, uh, look, I'm excited to see where the series, how the series is going to keep evolving and what other areas of content we're able to start doing. Frankly, I don't even know right now, and that's kind of exciting. Um, we're just going to keep keep growing and see where where the world and where things naturally take us. And you know, you know, uh, we're going to be sharing it every step of the way. Okay. And so, just dropping another quick question in there: What is your favorite product you guys have ever made? Oh man! Well, if you if you have seen on the channel recently, it's pretty funny because a, a couple uh, legends were uh, calling me out that um, I have a lot of favorites and 
you know, really what it was is we've launched so many products, I think, in rapid succession that, um, you know, I do have a lot of favorite flavors, especially because it's hard. It's hard to like pick, you know, for example, a favorite flavor of protein versus a favorite flavor of like a game or a legend because they're just two totally different things. But if you had to ask me my favorite product that we've, we've made, I think, um, you know, it, it's really tough for me to not pick OG cereal milk. And the reason mm-hmm. is, um, you know, before I ever even got into sports nutrition, you know, with my old company, which is kind of even a crazy story in and of itself, um, you know, my, my friends and I, like my, my roommate at the time, you know, I was still in college. Um, you know, we used to just like talk at the kitchen table after workout, like how cool would it be one day to make our own like flavor of protein or own whatever. And, you know, we used to talk about cereal flavors and I mean, man, it wasn't even a thought in my mind that that would one day happen. So when we dropped, you know, the OG cereal milk is November, 2016 sold out like, you know, half hour and stuff. I mean, that was kind of a really personal, um, moment for me. And so to this date, that's been, you know, one of my favorites. Um, for sure. As far as some of the more recent work though, I gotta say, I know I've been, it's, it's kind of become a joke at this point, but I gotta say, I absolutely love gamer. Um, it's got so many uses beyond just, you know, dropping into Verdansk and playing, playing video games, whatever. It's great. Like energy food, focus product, study school, whatever. Um, and I love the Swedish fish flavor. Um, that was a really fun, fun project to work on with the Swedish fish team to really nail nail down exactly what, what goes into that flavor system and you know the having to sign my life away for all the secret kind of constituents or components of that flavor was was again a pretty surreal experience too so it's every kid's dream right to be able to work with like brands that you admire and grow up eating and now all of a sudden they're divulging their secrets to you i mean yeah I'm, like i said we're very blessed and it's been, been a lot of fun okay and my favorite product um, is gamer um, hands down, the focus while working out was just next level. Mentally, I'm not able to have a bad workout because I'm on my game. And the flavor peach absolutely blew my mind when I tried it on the uh, sample right. sticks when that CJ sent out. And that was just ridiculous. It have you tried fun. the peachy fish yet, though? Have you done a scoop of peach, scoop of sweet fish? Because that's, that's like my signature. You got to do it. It's really good. Okay, so you know what? Tonight, when I play some Fortnite and play some other games, I'll do peach Dude, fish. Hands it down. will not let you down. It's kind of like a peach ring and a Swedish fish kind of combined. It's, it's really good. Okay, and talking about gaming, how has the streaming and esports community responded to Gamer and Ghost being within that market? Uh, I think really well so far. Um, we just streamed last week with the guys from Xset. Uh, organization that we're really proud mm-hmm. to partner with um, and it was a lot of fun got a, got a dub uh, they are really good I mean you always wonder I think okay pro gamer whatever how how good they are really freaking good um, you know I'd imagine it'd be like stepping on the ice with an NHL player me versus them kind of deal they're just they blew us away um, but look you know I think the esports community is an interesting one I think a lot of companies in a lot of categories not just sports nutrition have looked at the growth of esports and try to get in. Say, oh man, I want a piece of the piece of the pie. I want, I want to make some money there. And I think that the esports community is, is pretty smart and, and said, like, look, like if you're not in it for the right reasons or you're not, you know, uh, organically part of part of the community, or you don't 
basically feel good, right? If you've never had the experience of blowing out, blowing into like a Sega Genesis or Nintendo cartridge, then, you know, I don't know if you have business launching a gaming product, you know? And I think that's authenticity mm-hmm. and that's the legitimacy that goes into the space. We're lifelong gamers, you know? And whether it's me, whether, it's, you know, I mean, Ryan sucks, but he's played his whole life or like Rick, you know, Ricky, uh, who's done, you know, I'm really proud of Ricky kind of carving out this role for himself within Ghost to take over that. I mean, we're really passionate about it. And again, we're in it for the love of the game. And I think that that, that that comes through what we're doing. And I think that's why, you know, in the in the world of esports and, and kind of the Twitch community and everything we're doing with XSET, like it's really caught on. So um, it's it's grown. Uh, it's, it's brand new. Um, but we're really proud and really excited for some of the stuff that we're going to do uh, in 21. Okay. And so the TNS party that's in December, how excited are you for that? Because literally, I talked to Ben from Pricefly, Justin Hall, Supplement Snoop, Matthew Nickerson. So many big names are going, and it's just to hang out and have a good time. Yeah, um, I'm, look, I'm excited, but I think uh, um, it, it's, it's kind of what I was saying earlier about just 2020. You know, I mean, a lot of these guys, especially like Justin, um, you know, Snoop, I, you know, me and him and kind of like traded messages probably a little bit over the years, but we kind of really started, you know, kind of connecting uh, more or more often, we'll say during, during kind of lockdown. And, you know, it's, it's weird, I think now to have people that I would generally call a friend, but I've actually never hung out with them, never met them. So I'm excited to kind of, um, you know, go to, to the TNS party and actually meet these guys face to face. So um, it'll be a good time. You know, I, I hope that, I hope that this year, which has taken that human element away from us in so many ways, I hope that, you know, mm-hmm. the net effect of it helps value the in-person offline stuff that much more. I think the world the world got pretty digital, got pretty lost, heads down in our phones, you know, for a while there. And obviously during lockdown, whatever, there's not really much more you could do. But my hope is that when the dust settles, we, we definitely value the offline you know, each other um, a lot more. And that's that's my hope for the world. I think, and I'm I look, I'm there. I can't I can't wait to uh, head to Carolina and uh, you know uh, kick it with those guys. Okay, and so dropping another question in there: How was that experience being on Surf Supplement Industry Roundtable, announcing to the world Ghost Energy? Well, number one, and this includes you too, man. I mean, I'm just still. I'm still so humbled and like kind of mind blown that people actually want me on on podcasts and invite me on. So that was, that was number one. Uh, and then, you know, number two, uh, some of the other brands that they've had on there, man, they had some really cool stuff. The Surs has done a great job, not just being a podcast, but also kind of having some cool interaction. And I don't know, they're setting a pretty interesting tone uh, right off the rip that, you know, they're, they're not their source of entertainment, their source of supplement industry news, a source of great banter, and their source of usually like the first looks at stuff. So um, I was really excited to kind of get them all ghost energy. Uh, and I was really grateful <laughs> that they all really liked it. I mean, like, look, uh, we're definitely confident in everything that we, we dropped, but I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a nervous excitement before kind of before guessing everybody's hands. And, um, you know, their appreciation of the flavors and the formula and, and just the whole thing was was really cool, um, especially dude like Jacob who like look like we hadn't worked previously with TNS. You know, Ghost is available online, mm-hmm. only available in GNC. Um, you know, he's carrying Ghost Energy, which is great, but we hadn't previously even worked with him, so he's got no reason to really, you know, blow smoke, right? I mean, he he really likes you know like the product and likes what we're doing, and 
and uh, he's a great dude. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, excited to, you know, work closer with him and hopefully make a return to serve soon. Yeah. On a personal note, I was about to interview Jacob last Friday and then he goes, Hey man, hold on for like five to 10 minutes. Dan is calling. So, and I'm just there like, it's all good. It's all good. Just do your thing. Talk to Dan. Cause I know that your, your schedule is stupid busy. And in all honesty, he is such a huge supporter of ghost energy um, and, and his store and his location is doing great over there. And I supported him. I bought a case because I was just there like you have to support good people within the industry. Yeah. It's hands down. So like I said, man, who you surround yourself with is everything. Um, and he's he's definitely one of the good ones. All three of those guys are. So um, couldn't be uh, couldn't be more excited, like I said, to maybe get back on, on the surf soon and, and to see everyone at the PNS party. So. Nice. And so quick question. What is your favorite music to listen to while working out? Uh, pop punk, pop punk slash, you know, like post hardcore, kind of everything that's on my, I'm, I'm going to plug the spot by playlist real quick, but the pop punk email playlist kind of good. It's hard. Like there's some stuff. I don't really know how to, how you genre it, but um, you know, kind of in that, in that whole vein, um, that's still my favorite music to listen to. I listen to it in high school and I'm listening to it now at 34. <laughs> Okay, so when I do the promo for this episode, should I use like music from the used or Taking Back Sunday or two great stuff bands? Like that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet. Hands down. So, um, boom. Let me see. What is your favorite show to watch on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus? Anything that you watch when you are just relaxing? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, I don't get a lot of that time. Uh, I really like Entourage still. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, like all reruns, but I, I really enjoy. It. I feel like when you watch something, it was so long ago that I watched all that for the first time. But I feel like you almost like know those guys. You know, like I teared up, teared up during the mm-hmm. uh, the Entourage movie. Spoiler alert: turn your uh, headphones off if you haven't seen it. But at the end of Entourage, like, where Johnny gets like the Oscar or whatever, like I actually teared up. Uh, I felt like I knew the dude, and I was happy for him. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably one of my one of my throwback favorites. That is so sick. Thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. So all the Entourage fans that listen to this are going to be stupid happy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was just a quick coffee break. So basically, what is one collaboration that you want to do um, that you haven't had a chance within the market? Or is that something that you want to just keep? I'll say say this. one, um, the only part about some of these collabs, which is a bummer, is that we haven't been able to roll all of them out, uh, all of them out globally yet. And that has a lot to do okay. with, you know, for example, let's take Sour Patch Kids, for example. Um, you know, Sour Patch Kids is a brand that's in the U.S., they're in Canada. Although some people import them across the world, they don't really have a presence, of, let's say, in Australia or in the U.K. So it's very tough to get permission from them to launch it in those countries or like in Europe, for example. Um, and that's a bummer because I want to do something really special for our European fans out there too. So I think, you know, the two things that I'm working on and, and from a collaboration standpoint is number one, I'm beating these guys down. Please, at some point, let me take our current collabs global. And trust me, I've been trying from just the minute it dropped. The other thing that I would love to do is the inverse. I'd love to do a global collab with, you know, maybe a brand that's not in the U.S. Maybe I can't even launch it here, Right. Um, but something really special for, uh, for the legends overseas. So I think that's kind of where, where my head is and, and, um, trust I'm working just as hard as I can. 
And another quick question that I'm dropping in, how hard is it to get Ghost into new markets in an international level? Because I know that, what well, was it, Ghost launched in China um, last year, that it was like November, December-ish around that. Hopefully I'm correct. And I saw that how much work that you had to do to be over there in that market and figure out formulas, figure out how to package the powder and pill formulas. And just, it was just insane. How difficult is it to get into those? Well, like anything, it's, it's very easy to do. It's very hard to do it correctly. Um, And there's a really really important distinction. So if you think about launching any product into a new market, number one, you need to clear the IP. Like make sure you have the registration for the trademarks or whatever it is for the name ghost or whatever your company or whatever the brand name is, make sure that you can you know clear that IP in that market. Because just because you have a trademark in the US doesn't necessarily get you anything abroad in whatever market you're going into. You know, number two, you have to understand the re- regulations, especially in this industry, from a product formulation standpoint, from a product licensing standpoint, as it pertains like in Canada, for example, and, and potentially make some tweaks. You know, can I import my product uh, as is from the U.S.? Do I need to make a formula change? Do I need to register it? Do I need to, you know, have a new label? Do I need to do all of the above? So that's kind of the next part. And then the final part is, why is it going to be successful? Because I think the mistake that a lot of Americans, and I'm going to call out us Americans for a second, but I think it's the traditional ugly American thing to do here is to like kind of assume that the things you're doing in the U.S. are going to work abroad. It's not true at all. Different cultures, different, mm-hmm. you know, um, tastes or preferences, you know, I mean, it's a completely different ballgame. So, you know, one thing that has always driven me is the idea of global brand or local mindset and figuring those things out before ever launching is why sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Because when we launch in China, I want to make sure, actually, you know, like I said, IP has been done, trademarks are done, boom. We have the permissions, we have the, the licenses, the permits, we have the formulas that, that are able to be imported. Done. And then how are we going to make it successful? What can we do that's local to localize this? You know, that the flavor is good. And, you know, we selected the flavors that are most appropriate. We have a um, content team, you know, banging out content on WeChat. We have local ambassadors over there as well. And, um, I mean, look, we, we have like a full game plan for China before ever going there. Could we just have found somebody to buy it because the brand's hot and they want to bring it to China but have it sit on a shelf? Yeah, sure. But again, very easy to do, very okay well thank you so much for sharing that with me and the listeners and everyone um write everything down what dan just wrote because literally he just basically gave you the blueprint in regards to taking your brand yourself seriously to the next level at a global scale and doing it right so literally just Write that down. <laughs> gold, thank you guys. But, but oh, look, and, and, and you know, look at some uh, like Canada, right? People say, "Oh, Canada is just you know, man, Toronto is an, an hour flight from from Chicago." But that's one of the hardest markets to get into because every new product requires an MPN, uh, a product like license number. You have to submit the entire formula along with the label, the associated claim to Health Canada, and they have to review that review during normal circumstances for a product like, let's say, Legend V. You got to plan ahead six months before even having the ability to sell it in that market. And then when you finally get it in and they've approved it, and your formula is compliant, usually different than the US. You then need a bilingual label in English and French. Um, 
off you go. So, I mean, there's a lot Damn. of steps, even for a country that people might assume is, is because it's so close to the U.S., it, it's easy. But we love it. We love okay. these, these are the things that set us apart because we we love these challenges and we're committed to doing it right. Uh, we don't mind the steps. Um, we don't we don't mind. Uh, you know, I actually have a lot of fun and, and a lot of the global stuff I run single handedly for us right now. I spent a lot of time on it. So, although shout out to my graphics team and and especially Ryan for for working through all the bilingual stuff this past year because I mean you can imagine getting French and English on every single product label for the Canada launch in early. Uh, earlier this year was uh, a lot. So that was a huge project that I couldn't be more proud of the team for getting done. Wow. Okay. More props to the team at headquarters because that is, um, that's badass on the reel. Oof. Um, dropping in another question in there, like what is your current training style or split? You're normally on the go in between from Las Vegas, Chicago, and other places. How do you handle your specific yeah, um, training? So number one, you have to mentally, if you're traveling a lot, you're on the go, you have to mentally prepare yourself that you're not going to be able to train like every day or on an ideal schedule. It's just not going to happen. So number one, you got to be comfortable with that. And then number two, I think any, any chance you get a session, go hard, you know, 150%, get it in, go. Um, but, but all that, all that aside for me, uh, I'm probably in the gym about four or five times a week playing hockey, you know, one or two, one, one, uh, one or two times a week. Um, I kind of do push, uh, push day, pull day, legs, and then usually push pull again. Um, something I've been doing for a long time uh, since I, I did like a plan from the outline coach from Raymond years and years ago is if I'm doing like two pulls and two pushes in a week. One of them will be super heavy. The other one will be higher volume. I'll keep your heart rate up. And if I can't get hockey in for whatever reason, schedule doesn't work out, then I'll usually just kind of jump on the treadmill and do some cardio. I usually do my cardio. To be honest, you want to know when I'm doing cardio. It's usually Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning because that's when I'm watching the YouTube edits before the video goes live Wednesday afternoon. So I get on the treadmill and get holding the, any tweaks or feedback. Uh, that's kind of been my, my routine for the past, uh, past year at least. So, um, just getting get in one again. Okay, and I'm glad that you brought up the Ghost Hockey Club. So I just wanted to ask, how did that start in regards to you, Ryan, playing hockey um, and sponsoring um, a team in Chicago? So my Vegas? buddy Mark uh, out in Vegas here, um, you know, called me up and he's like, "Hey, man, I, I want to use your logo uh, for a men's hockey team that we're starting." Um, what do you think? And I was like, dude, you're not going to use the logo. Like, we'll sponsor the team, you know, we'll grab the jerseys, whatever it's going to be. But I have one on one condition. I said, like, I want to get on the ice with you. Um, and I, I was just, and look, Andrew, straight up, honest story. I mean, growing up, I played a lot of street hockey. I played on ponds, but I never played on a team because I couldn't afford it. Um, single mom, no money, wasn't an option. Hockey is definitely a little bit of a game of, of privilege. Uh, it's not not cheap. So, it was never an option for me, but you know, I was like, man, I will, we'll sponsor, we'll sponsor the team, but I want to get on the ice. You know, and look, it's my first time ever even playing at full pads. Um, and we definitely sucked uh, that, that first time out, but like anything, man, I'm super competitive and was working with a coach a couple times a week. At first, not even telling Ryan that I was working with the coach, just because I was getting better. Um, you and your young, like I said, man, <laughs> the people you surround yourself with, you got to bring the best out of each other. Right. Uh, but look, you know, me and me and Ryan have been on the ice a bunch, and uh, 
it's been a really nice break. I mean, um, it's an hour, you know, two hours a week that I'm not on my phone. I'm not checking my email. I'm not thinking about the million and one things that I want to get done um, that week or what's going on with goats. It's just uh, a nice, a nice Zen, uh, believe it or not, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, game for me. So um, it's been, it's been a huge blessing. It's been a lot of fun. Obviously we brought the ghost hockey club to Chicago as well. And there's two. Um, and, I mean, it's just like, look, I, I would encourage anyone listening yeah, the gym's great, but every once in a while, mix it up, do something else, get get outside, get active, play a sport. It, you'd be amazed, like a what it will do to your body, and, and b what it'll do for your head. Um, it's just a totally different way of way of exercising all of the above um, than you know getting into the routine of here's my split, here's what I'm doing, here's my favorite machine or whatever. So it's it's been a, a great changeup for me for sure. That is so sick, and I'm glad that it came from an authentic place in regards to, like, something that you genuinely loved but didn't have that experience playing. Um, did you that you didn't have the experience playing when you were younger? And when you told me that, I actually got chills. I was like, damn. Um, so I'm glad that now you guys are able to do that in Las Vegas and or Chicago. And it's, it's sick in regards to seeing it on the YouTube channel. And um, I remember – Halen and other takeover team members that went, uh, I think that went to go support yeah. you guys in a game. That was sick. And so yeah. just dropping yeah. another that question. And that was, um, yeah. Was that when um, Ryan, Ryan had the stash? Yeah. A really good, really good buddy Ryan of ours um, works yes. over at Warrior. Uh, and, um, he was, I offered to just get him a Jersey cause he'd sent us, he's a fan of ghost and he, he sent us some sticks and some gloves and stuff. And I was like, dude, look, let me get you a Jersey and you know, just say, thank you. And send him some product for him and the warrior boys. And he goes, Hey man, I'll, I'd love to get on the ice with you. I haven't played in a year, but, um, I I'll, I'll do my best. Haven't played in a year. I'll do my best. He didn't tell us that he like played juniors, like when he was a kid. I mean, he was just filthy out there. So that probably was a little unfair, but it was a lot of fun. Um, so, ghost, ghost hockey club, winning tradition. <laughs> That's sick. Okay, so I've already asked about in regards to your training style and split being on the go. How do you manage your nutrition diet in regards to fitting so your I'm very extreme. Um, I, uh, okay. you know, if I'm like, let's just say, you know, in any given week, I'm eating like icon meals, honestly, five days out of the week. And I really enjoy it. I feel, I feel best. I, I actually like, you know, chicken, rice, turkey, rice, greens, um, really basic stuff, basically meal prep. Um, that's where I eat five days a week. And then, you know, those other two days, I'm probably going out to dinner with somebody or have a business dinner or I'm traveling, I'm on the road, you know, uh, maybe even having some drinks. I'm not sweating it at all. You know, I don't, I don't care. I'll have whatever I want to have and, and freaking enjoy every minute of it. Um, you know, for me, the stuff in the middle ground where it's like, like I say, like life's too short for low fat ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, if I'm, I'm either going to be eating super clean or if I'm going to have ice cream, I'm going Ben and Jerry's, you know what I mean? All the way. Um, and not caring about it at all. So for me, like, you know, my version of balance is that kind of being extreme. Um, but I really, I really enjoy it. Okay, and I'm glad that you brought up Ben and Jerry. Oh, I, so what's I, I worried you're going to ask that. That's such a tough. Um, I, <laughs> I might have to go um, chubby hubby 
uh, really good for vanilla malt ice cream, chocolate covered okay. uh, peanut butter pretzels, chocolate swirl. Um, that's probably, you know, the, the new one, there's a newer one, Netflix and chilled, which is really good. Um, milk and cookies is good. There's a lot, they have a lot of, a lot of good flavors. So. Oh, well, this is a half baked house over here. So that's what's in my fridge right. all the time. So, um, in regards and all honestly, I just wanted to say thank you so much for hopping on content inspire, sharing your story. And I know that when the listeners hear it, they're going to go after what they want, man. So thank you so much for getting on. Yeah, look, thank you so much are. for having me. And I mean, you hit it on the head. If that's one takeaway, it's, I don't know. I feel like with Ghost, um, we just do our absolute best every single day. And we kind of follow our hearts. And it's amazing where that can lead if you just really kind of st- stick to your guns. And that's kind of what's fueled ghost the whole time. And, and honestly, I, I, you know, say this, um, you know, respectfully, but like me and Ryan are not special, right? We just found something we love and worked really, really hard at it. And the results have been, you know, beyond my wildest dreams. And the takeaway from that is anybody listening can do that too. 10,000%. Get after it. Life short. Tomorrow's not possible. Wow. Get after it today. So, <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate you having me, Andrew. Thank you so much, man. Well, 